So we are kicking off with some of the most depraved sounding sludge I've heard in a while. Uh, a band called Taser from Finland. And Pete, you've picked this and I'm really glad you have. I hadn't come across this at all. The song's called Smoke Weed and Hail Satan. <laughs> and it's off a record called Filth Crawl. And it's just like, that's a really good description, Filth Crawl. It's just a horrible, overly feedback heavy kind of sludge mess, isn't it? I love it. Yeah. I came across them with, um, they were on a compilation maybe this year or last year called Wasteland Finland with loads of kind of loads of great kind of sludge music. Uh, Slave Hands were on there. We played them once or twice. Yes. Uh, and, you know, as ever with compilations, the best thing, you know, the best things out those is open your eyes to new bands. And then, you know, and then, you, you know, you get this whole, you get emails from those bands releasing records. So I saw this come out and instantly knew I loved it. You know, it's, it's, proper gutter crawling like desperation sludge and you know it's it's definingly filthy uh, it's just the whole album and it's really good the whole album long you know it's it's in the best sludge way and I, you know i probably only picked this song for the for the song title it's i you know you could pick anything yeah. um just you know it's a resistible song title but uh, yeah, you, you know, I'll fall for this type of stuff every time. And, and if you list that compilation, Finland seems to be, you know, doing a lot right in, in sludge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, they, they produce a lot of uh, black metal, don't they? But I think mm. this kind of suits the the overall tone as well. Like it's a, a very, I'm pretty sure Finland is the country where it's very dark a lot of the year, and it's it's quite a depressing place if you if you're not of a sort of right mind. But yeah, this this kind of suits the aesthetic. I think perfect music. Um, really, really enjoyed this. So yeah, if you want to hear this, you can get it at uh, tasersludge.bandcamp.com. Uh, yeah, that was a song called "Smoke Weed and Hail Satan," which is always amazing. Uh, that never gets old, really, does it? So yeah, as ever, we're going to pick nine amazing tracks that we found via submissions for, or via Bandcamp this week, scraping the underground for the best music we can find. Talking of which, this next uh, record I found, just from a troll, really, it's uh, coming out as part of a 12-inch split uh, next year on Zegma Beach Records, who we've played quite a few bands from, but they've managed to um, put out these five tracks as a digital release on their own page. Uh, the band's called Hundreds of Owl. Yeah, it's got kind of like a... Um, it's got an old screamo sort of sound to it. It's got a bit of a hardcore sound to it. It's a bit like Canute, maybe. Um, that kind of um, techie, but still very aggressive hardcore stuff. And yeah, this just kind of really took me by surprise, really. And um, yeah, really liked it. So what did you make of this one, Pete? It's certainly out there, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's energetic. It's ferocious. I like that, you know, that comparison you make. I hadn't thought of it in that, in that way. You know, it's a bit kind of, a bit cave in as well, and it's a bit post hardcore. It's screamo. It's you know, it's it's just you know bursting with energy. They say on the band camp it's music by people uh, in their late thirties and early forties, which sounds kind of defensive, maybe, uh, but it made <laughs> me laugh. But you know, you, you can't tell because it's that much. You know, they, they put everything into it. Uh, I just you know, yeah, it's, it is really good. It has you know, like truly high moment where they launch into it. So yeah, good stuff. Yeah, re really exciting. And I've just noticed um, they're ex-members of um, quite sort of popular like screamo, uh, scram sort of bands like you and I uh, and The Assistant. Uh, I've not heard of Hell Mary, but that's a, an amazing a band name. But yeah, I, I just thought this was really, really special, um, really sort of took with this first track. So that's what we're going to play. It's called 100 Year Test, and you can get this at hundredsofowl.bandcamp.com. <laughs>
that was the sounds of hundreds of ow we're going to uh, a much darker place i guess here now so uh, a band called seether from belgium um have come out with this split release with a band called her fault and um i have to say the whole record just works as this conceptual whole and pete you've picked this and it, I, it's really sort of um affected me this week it's really sort of very dark and and dense but it's got layers to it that you kind of only appreciate on the on a few listens and i've really had this on rotation it's i don't know like a, a blend of kind of so many things you can't really pin down a, a genre specific to this can you no and and that's you know I, I had the same feeling i think early on i thought it was kind of post black metal and and elements of that but then more recently, I've been hearing almost like vile creature elements of, you know, doom. Uh, yeah. And I think it just that kind of points to something quite, quite uh, special. And I think it is, you know, it's, you know, the whole thing, you know, it's a split release between two bands and the best splits, as we often say, are kind of ones which, you know, obviously the bands are putting their best work into the train. This isn't kind of leftover stuff or anything like that. This is just, you know, the artwork's there. It, it's, it's just kind of no half measure. The you know we should say the other side her fault you know they they kind of deliver sort of a sonic black mass that's what they describe it as it's really good and and then see that you know the the first song it just really grabbed me yeah I I found it kind of stunning really I think it's a really amazing track a really good release and something I think a lot of people get out. Yeah, it's one of those ones that I think I'd really sort of have to go to town on if we reviewed it you know it would be almost like an essay this one. Uh, there's so much to say about it so yeah i think it's best kind of experience this one so i think we're just going to go straight into this one no no sort of uh sort of beating around the bush with this um the song we're going to play is called salix pendula uh, and it's off uh, like we say it's uh, a split release called seether in league with her fault the presence of absence and you can get this at seether.bankup.com Thank you. 
So that was the sounds of Seether. We're going into something a little bit more weird now, I guess. So there's a record label called Where Known Records uh, out of Roster, New York. And yeah, this is just really strange as a label. They've got kind of um, a mix of really damp sounding dungeon synth, like really sort of basic sounding dungeon synth. And then like weird like off the wall black metal. And this is just an example of that really. So finding kind of lo-fi black metal and, and sort of stranger ends of black metal, you've got to be really careful that it's not kind of, um, you know, the darker side of, of politics, really. Um, and, yeah, I've, I've been sort of reassured that this this label is very, very safe in that in that sort of respect. So it's quite unusual to find this kind of music uh, sort of not peppered with that kind of crap. 
um and yeah this this just kind of took my breath away really this guy um who runs label um does a very sort of intriguing podcast and uh yeah i listened to the first episode and this was on it and i was like Do you know what this is fantastic he kind of makes it sound like he's um producing some sort of podcast from like a dungeon himself um, talking about upcoming releases and this is one of them so um, they're called On Rio Over October and they've got a tape coming out called These Wounds of My Cathedral it's a tape only label I think but you can buy digital uh, versions I think and yeah this just kind of um, took me by surprise really and I was like this is really unusual and really strange what did you make of it Pete because I think it's got kind of um, Meads of Asphodel vibes to it it's got that weird I don't know like almost like a Hawkwind sort of sound to it and then it goes into this like pretty basic black metal as well yeah, but yeah, it is. You know, I think you, you take your time with it, and, and you you realise there are kind of different layers to it. You know, there's bits which are really grand and dark and moody, but then it's it's kind of almost surprisingly melodic at times as well. Yeah, there's a, and then I think really near the end, there's like this almost galloping riff, and and that's like, that's my highlight of the whole thing. It's a, it is a really interesting find. You know, there's it's just so different sections to it. You know, just it, it makes it unpredictable. And I think that's a really, you know, that's obviously a, a real kind of positive. Definitely. And I think um, being a tape label, they're, they're sort of keeping this very sort of limited and, and very sort of underground, like willfully obtuse and w- willfully obscure is, is great. So, yeah, I just really enjoyed this. And I think um, if you want to sort of hear more of this kind of stuff, then check out the uh, Wernham podcast. It's, uh, it's it's a completely different beast to, to this one. And um, it's unlike anything I've ever heard before. So, Really, really recommend that. So if you want to hear this, you can go to wherenomerecords.bankup.com. The record's called These Wounds Are My Cathedral. And we're going to play the song Oathbreaker.
So they're the very strange sounds of Onrio over October. Really interesting release, that one. Uh, next up, we've got a, a bit of a curio, a bit of a lost gem, I guess, um, from a band called Tomb. Uh, now, you might not have heard of this band. They were active from about 2007 to about 2010. And they feature like people who are now in very successful bands in, in our sort of um, field of interest, I guess. So people from Slabdragger, Old Man Lizard, Meadows, Telepathy, Unclassed in the Deadbeats, and, and bands like Person. So it's it's amazing. This has almost been uncovered by APF Records. And uh, yeah, they're doing a full like tape release, uh, CD release. Um, yeah, and they're even doing a t-shirt to go with it. So this is really good. This is really good stuff. And quite why it was, uh, you know, buried in, in time, you know, 10 or 12 years ago. This is really good, isn't it, Pete? Yeah, it is. I've, you know, at first I, I listened to it, I really enjoyed it. And, I've, I, you know, I've heard the whole release and I, I could have picked other checks off it as well. You know, so, but I ummed and ahed whether to pick it because, you know, like we like to use the podcast to try and, you know, highlight great bands around now. But, you know, I, I thought, fuck it, because it's that good. It sounds that great. And I understand that reason for it coming out. You know, why APF would put want to put something out like this because it's it's like a historic record of you know, not just of this band, but of kind of of the UK scene, I guess, you know, the doom scene. And particularly around that time, you know, like that was the, the you know, the fledgling doom uprising, the resurgence that came at that time, you know, which, when it was so full of promise and, and excitement, it was such a vibrant scene, you know, coming through, you just knew something special was happening. And it's not to say, I'm going off a tangent, but it's not to say that hasn't delivered, it has. But it's more, you know, it's it, it's here now. It's accepted, you know. I think, you know, like the the doom scene across the UK is, is established, and you know, there's so many great bands that have come out of that. But back then, it was just like it's all of that was happening, you know. But I think we saw it particularly with Nine Hertz. You know, when when we started, I think we thought we were filling a hole, you know, a gap. You know, there's this kind of small, you know, connecting people together. But then, and you know, was the start of something which meant it was much wider, and it's there. So that's a roundabout way of saying it. it's brilliant to kind of get hear those records at that time you know and hear that kind of you know this the kind of slightly rough production to it and you know and then this song it's just got that kind of simple head nodding riff it's you know it's not just kind of dank doom it's got bits of stoner rock in there you know you really get that you know it's it from the list of influences you know as well as kind of sleep and iron monkey and the like they mention acid king and floor as well and i just yeah, thought there, yeah this it? is Definitely. yeah yeah and i just thought you know, this is brilliant. This is indicative of kind of UK doom and, uh, you know, with and, and with all the bands they went on to form, like you say, you know, you know the fact that it came out, I think it came out like the Colchester scene and there have been so many good bands out there, you know, within our scene. So I just thought, yeah, we've got to play it. it. It really is good. Yeah, it's good enough to kind of stand up with uh, stuff nowadays as well. So, mm. yeah, and it kind of shows that the path, that, you know, as to how those bands may be formed and, you know, the early rumblings of those bands. Um, I have to say, this was recorded in a kind of metalwork factory and they've got an amazing photo of it on their band camp, uh, just them setting up kind of amps facing each other in this huge industrial-looking um, cavern, basically. It, it looks amazing. There's clearly, like, railway tracks next to them. It's it's amazing. Couldn't be more suitable for the music. So, yeah, it's, it's amazing stuff, this. So the record's called Behold the Basilisk. Um, looks like they've done a one-off T-shirt for this as well, so... Um, Looks amazing. Uh, we're going to play the song Mandark, and you can get this at tombband.bandcamp.com.
So that was the 11-year-old sounds of Tomb. Really, really cool stuff there. Uh, we're going straight into the latest release from Sludge Lord Records, a band called Ether Coven. And uh, yeah, this is a, an intriguing record. Uh, it's called Language is the Instrument of the Empire. And yeah, it's, it's this dense, kind of uh, very compact release, like three tracks, quite long. And um, it's it certainly got sort of winding... Um, intriguing passages all the way through and um, the song we're going to play in particular has got this kind of atmospheric thing to it. Um, it reminds me a little bit of like if, if a post-metal band listened to far too much Godspeed um, or Silver Mountain Zion, it's, it's got that kind of kind of slacker, uh, kind of almost a historical kind of charting about it. It's, it's got something about it that, that sort of screams archive footage or you know, a sense of the past, like an infiltrate in the future. And I love it. It's really, really clever. Yeah. Yeah, it is. There's a lot going on and it's, you know, it, it, just a sense of kind of like an epic nature to it, you know, whether it's, whether it's kind of those elements, you know, which you allude to, or, you know, bits of blistering hardcore, bits of doom and post-metal, you know, it's, it's harsher points as, you know, in, the, in its vocals and in its riff and others, it's like really luscious. You know, and there's bits of violins in there. It, it it goes all over the place, but in a good way, not in an incoherent way. Hmm. Um, you know, I, I I I needed a bit of time with it, but then actually it clicked, and I thought, you know, this is this is you know, it's got something really something about it. You know, really has, and uh, you know, the, the, the from Florida. I love the fact that you know this has come to us, you know, from Florida, but via Sheffield. You know, like the yeah. Sludge Lord kind of delivering again. So you know, well done to them, and yeah, another really. Uh, you know, uh, released with a lot of depth, you know, and needs that kind of time, but then you get the rewards from it. Definitely. And I think it, it's one of those ones like that needs kind of a bit of persistence, but it pays off in, in absolute spades. So yeah, I really, really enjoyed this. Um, looks like they are putting out on uh, vinyl. If you want the record version of this, then uh, yeah, be quick. It looks like it's selling out a little bit fast. Um, looks like there's a, a few delays on it though. Um, I think it's out in December uh, in terms of the uh, the sort of physical, uh, just due to the delays that are going on with pressing plants at the moment, there's uh, too many ABBA records being produced, I think. Uh, so yeah, if you want to hear this uh, this release, the three tracks are here on uh, sludgelordrecords.bandcamp.com and we're going to play the song The Bolt or The Blade. <laughs>
So that was a band called Ether Coven on Sludge Lord Records. Brilliant stuff. This next band are from Brazil, and I think we've played quite a few records from Brazil lately. It's um, it's certainly producing this really sort of strange mashup between kind of extreme metal and and stoner rock, and and this kind of the Brazilian influence coming straight through, particularly via percussion, and, and there's certainly a lot going on here. Really, really enjoyed this one, Pete, and you've uncovered some amazing stuff this week. This is certainly like one of the most interesting tracks we've played in a long time. It just kind of goes all over the place, doesn't it? It's, it's amazing. That drum yeah. sound is mental. Mm. I know. I, I was really... I instantly knew this was something special, and I clicked on it. I think purely, you know, it, it's got a very generic you know jug influenced uh, stoner rock cover um and no one you know i wasn't quite sure what to expect and then you listen to it and, it, and it, it's really interesting really different you know the only the only band that you know i think come close are, are actually kind of fellow brazilians like deaf kids or you know or even their collaborators petrick i suppose to some extent but kind of more purely heavy psych you know this is a South American, a Brazilian heavy psych band, like you say, taking those influences from both sides. You know, the tribal drums, that percussion is, is unbelievable. But, you know, I'd, I'd urge people to listen to the whole album. It, it's throughout. It's, it's I think it's 10 tracks long or more. It's Name Your Price Download. You know, there's, there's I think the first song's 10 minutes long as well. And it really gets you into the mood for this. And I picked one of the more, you know, I picked one of the shorter songs. You know, it's probably better for the podcast, but but you kind of, you really feel it. Those first three tracks in particular, just sort of, I knew this was something special. You know, it's got that, those motoric patterns. It's got old school stoner rock in there. It, the whole thing's intoxicating. It's just that concoction. I just found like a real joyous ride. Yeah, definitely. It's got that kind of close your eyes watching this or, or listening to it and you drift away somewhere else. It's it's, mm. it's that kind of, it works on, on so many levels. Yeah, so really, really enjoyed this, and uh, I, I think everyone who's uh, who's sort of like a fan of this podcast will will absolutely love this. So, uh, if you want to hear it, you can go to blacknoyanoya.bandcamp.com, and we're going to play the song Abruxo. <laughs>
So that was Black Neuer. Uh, we're going straight into something from Dark Descent Records. I think we've played quite a few uh, bands from this in the past, but yeah, this one really kind of took my interest. Um, we're playing a lot of like progressive death metal lately, and this is just another one that kind of sounds. It's got like a there's a certain sound at the moment, and it, it sounds like the the world's ending or melting or something. And, and this just like really took my interest. Yeah, apparently this um, has been in, in the works for a very long time. Um, and they say the, the musician that makes this um, makes it purely with a, a drummer. And uh, yeah, it, it's apparently been one of the most difficult records to make. And you can kind of hear the the effort that's gone into making this complex, writhing death metal sound. And I just thought it was very um, effective. It didn't sort of immediately uh, conjure up any comparisons, which is always a great thing. Uh, what did you make of this one, Pete? Yeah, I like this. I did. I'm not, you know... I'm not familiar with them, you know, despite the fact that they're from the UK, the, uh, the fact that they've been going for over a decade, which I've since found out and I started to, you know, uh, listen into the back catalogue and, you know, find out more because this is, you know, I mean, you know, it's probably I'm relatively late to death metal. This is the sound I love, you know, that it's like what you, what you say. I'm not quite sure how you define it, but to me it's like, you know, it's that kind of 
whirlwind, chaotic guitar sound. You know, it just feels all-encompassing. You know, it's it's maniacal, it's claustrophobic. You know, maybe kind of grave miasma. You know, and, and we played that band the other day. Uh, I'm not even sure you say Crick's Coral. You know, that's all three of these yeah. bands are from London. And, you know, we've been, we've talked about kind of death metal in the UK at the moment seems to be really riding a wave. But, you know, even just from the capital, that's three outstanding bands putting out great music this year. So, and this just adds to that, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to see them pull it off live. I'm not sure um, this this complex sound can be sort of recreated just by two people. I'd, I'd love to see them try. Um, I think it'd be amazing. But uh, yeah, really, really exciting record this. And I think the whole thing kind of drew me in. So it's called The Broken Seal. It's by a band called Lucifer. Uh, we're going to play the song Tribes of Chem.
So from the chaos of Lucifer, we're going straight into something um, possibly unexpected from uh, a band such as The Body, but they've teamed up with uh, Nine Hertz podcast favourites, uh, Big Brave, uh, to sort of collaborate on a record called Leaving None But Small Birds. And this is a really strange record, like not in the sense of, you know, it, it sounds like the world's ending or or kind of, you know, it's, it's incredibly heavy, uh, like compared to the uh, Body records, but this is a very peaceful album but still with like dark undertones and, and kind of it, it, a lot of it sits in kind of legend and old stories, I think. It took me a bit of time, I've got to admit, you know, to kind of get into, you, you sat there kind of expecting, you know, those um, air raid siren vocals from Chip from the body, you know, that kind of, or the, you know, that industrial noise full on effect. And then that doesn't come. So I think my first few, you know, the, the, the pre-release songs, I thought, you know, I wasn't quite sure, you know, but then, you know, the, the body and Big Brave, you know, have never conformed. They've never kind of stuck to a line. You know, the, both of them have, have done collaborations. The body, obviously, with Full of Hell and Dow and Uniform and many others. And we played uh, Robin Watty from Big Brave with uh, Greg Anderson the other day. So it's, they're innovators. You know, they, they've got artistic integrity. They, you know, they find in you know, new ways of, of delivering, you know, music and, and obviously kind of really creating and have that kind of output all the time. So it's, you know, to deliver something unexpected, I suppose, is to be expected from these bands. And, you know, and, and the other thing to say as well, just before we get into the, the fact that both these bands have delivered amazing albums in 2021, to, you know, to then come out together again, it's just, you know, they're, they're just rewarding bands to follow, I guess. And then, yeah, it's like it's an American folk album. It's it's a kind of it's yeah. slightly off kilter. It's a weird trip, I guess, in, in you know, in the sense of folk. But that's what it is. And once you get your head into it, there's a lot of beauty in here. And then this is the final track. And I just, you know, I thought, you know, it's got this really kind of uplifting and inspiring vocal ending which you know just blows your mind and because it's the album closer just you know it kind of just made me think you know really kind of gave me chills and I thought you know got the album back on straight away because I thought this is something really special they've created together. Yeah definitely I mean I, I got shades of um, the sort of archivist bits that Richard Dawson used to do um, mm -hmm. you know where he used to kind of find these old stories and kind of interpret them um, for some to like a modern audience, I guess, you know, obviously a different tradition and these are the kind of bands that don't sound anything like that, but you know, what a towering work this is, you know, compared to their other output as well. And like you say, they've both come out with amazing records this year. And this is just kind of like a crowning thing really on top. It's one to spend time with. I think it's, it's a really sort of slow, slow burn of a record. And, um, I think it's, yeah, like I say, it's really rewarding in the end. So um, if you want to hear this, you can go to thebody.bandcamp.com or bigbrave.bandcamp.com. Uh, the record's called Leaving None But Small Birds, and we're going to play the song Babes in the Woods.
that night So sad was the plight when the sun went down And the moon gave no Strawberry leaves over them spread, and all night long the branches among they mourned as they whistled, and this was their song.